what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Have you ever gotten a big intuitive hit to next level yourself, take the next step, and do something that feels really scary and crazy? You know, like writing a book? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the powerful action of deciding first, and I'm going to give you three simple tools to help support you in making a decision first. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive right in. Hello and welcome. We are having so much fun here at The Written Compass. I'm so excited to come to you now today to talk about deciding. But before we do that, I want to start off by giving a shout out to those of you who have been following, downloading, and sharing the podcast. I am so appreciative of you. Yes, you right there listening to this. I'm sending you a big virtual hug and high five through your ears right now. So I hope you can feel it because I have been feeling the love over here on my end. So I'm excited about discussing some aligned ways to make decisions, particularly around writing your book, because I know I've been living it right here, right now, and I'm guessing you have too. So I want to start off by kind of sharing where this idea came from. Um, It's something that I have used for a while now, but it's because of one of my very good friends, mentors, clients, Laura Wick who is the founder and CEO of Body Mind Coaching and Body Mind Living. She has taught me a lot about deciding, particularly the concept of deciding first. And so I want to just kind of activate an example here and and start to use this to talk about the idea of deciding first. So when we are faced with a big, often scary, new part of our journey, like leveling up some way in your business or being seen in the way that writing a book can feel, we are programmed to want to know the how first. And questions start to show up like, how will I get started with my book? (laughs) What will it be about? How will I actually write it? How do I publish it? Who, if anyone, will read it? And many of those that I speak with who are considering writing their book, and even my clients who are currently like in the process of writing their book, they go through this. So I want you to know that wanting to know the how is totally normal, completely normal. And figuring out the how actually feels really good to us. Why? Why does it feel good? Well, because our brains, our cranial brain is trying to support you. It wants to help you on this journey. The way that it does this is it's trying to find evidence, right? Where have we done this before so that it can actually work? Like your brain wants to know that this will work, that what you desire, like writing this book, can actually happen. And ultimately that doing so will be a safe choice or that that step for you is going to be, quote, safe. And I use quote because in certain parts of our brain, like the kind of cave person, lizard part of our brain, like that safety is is real, right? This is our fight, flight, freeze kind of parts of us that are being activated. Now, in writing a book, I don't think anyone has ever died doing that. Um, you can certainly let me know if that has happened or you know of someone. I'm guessing there's probably some fun story that might emerge from that. But essentially, that's what your brain does. Like it's there to keep us safe. It wants homeostasis. And when we're 
trying to decide something, it wants to go and find the evidence that this is going to be okay. And so it's trying to keep all the parts going, it's trying to make everything work properly. And what can happen when it's something, it doesn't find that evidence, is it activates fear in us, right? How many of you have ever been trying to make a decision the next level and you cannot find the how? It's just not there. But you've got this intuitive tug, this heart desire, this gut feeling. I'm going to talk about that a little more in a minute. And your brain is trying so hard to get on board. And that really kicks up fear. And I'm sure you know this, but I feel important to share, like emotionally and energetically, fear and excitement have the same or very similar physiological responses in our body, right? Now, you may be sitting here thinking like, hey, why are you talking about all this body stuff and physiology stuff? Well, in order to understand the importance of decision making and the power of deciding, you need to understand what's going on in your body when you're making the next step. And actually, I'm going to show you in just a little bit how those parts of your body can actually help you, how tuning into that can actually help you. So when it comes to writing, our cranial brains default to previous experience of writing. So I'd love for you to just take a moment to reflect on what your previous experiences of writing have been. I encourage you, of course, to do a little bit of writing about that. See, our histories as writers, just like with any decision, but our histories as writers impacts our decision on whether to write and share our message in a book or any other writing we may do in our business. Has anyone, for instance, like, have you sat down and stared at a social media post? Like, you've opened up Instagram on your phone, and you're like, I'm going to write a post. And just nothing comes. You have a little fear or freeze. Or how many of you have been trying to write that newsletter to your audience for like weeks or months? <laughs> or you write something one time and then you go weeks without writing again. Raise your hand. Um, I'm just going to assume I am seeing them being raised in the digital spheres as you're listening. That fear, like, what do I want to say? That shows up because you're going back to your brain is defaulting to your history and your experience as a writer. So if all that's going on with just a short text, right, something really small, you can only imagine what happens when you're starting to embark on, should I write a book? So I guarantee that your history as a writer is showing up for you consciously or unconsciously in these moments and in this moment where you're going, okay, I think I want to write a book, but how do I do that? So it's important to recognize this history because first, I truly believe everyone is a writer in some capacity. And second, everyone has a history with writing. In fact, if you want to learn more about that, go back and listen to episode two, where I discuss our experiences with writing and how that can actually be a form of oppression and how we want to work to make writing as an act of freedom instead. It's a great episode. So as you do a little reflecting, what do you notice? How do you feel about your previous experiences? How would you describe them? Again, these are great writing prompts that I highly encourage you using. So depending on how you answered those questions and what showed up as you reflected, very much impacts your ability to decide whether you should, or more importantly, whether you believe you can write a book on your experiences in business and life. Yet as a business owner or just a human 
in general, I'm guessing you have made decisions from a different part of your body, not necessarily from that cranial brain. So I want to dive into that for a moment. And I want to know, have you ever just had that gut feeling? You know, the one where you aren't sure why you have the feeling or why it's showing up or how it's going to work out, but you just knew you needed to take a certain step, make a certain decision, choose a certain path. As a business owner, this has happened to me a lot. When I first started my business as a massage therapist in 2017, I was still working as a tenured full professor of English. I had zero clues as to what would happen with that business, but I just knew I had a gut feeling and a heart tug to just just go for it, just put myself out there and see what showed up. And I built this really cool, this little steady side hustle just by following those feelings. And with every social media post I wrote or email I shared about my business and my approach, I grew more and more confident in what the heck I was doing. In many ways, I was writing and deciding and feeling my way to learn and figure out this whole business thing. Fast forward to 2018 when I discovered coaching. Now, this was a game changer for me. As a teacher, I already had a sense of what coaching was like, and then I could get into it, but I'm not going to my history as an athlete and a student athlete in college and having my own experience um, coaching myself. I, I really connected to the idea of coaching. And so when I learned what it was like to coach and to be coached, because this is also when I first started investing in myself and my business um, by being coached. Combining that with my love for connection to intuition and the wisdom of the body, it was like the biggest light bulb in the world went off for me. I was forever changed, for sure. And again, I didn't know what stepping into coaching would look like exactly, but I absolutely knew it was for me. My heart knew, my soul knew, my whole being knew. So I decided... And the rest, kind of as the cliche goes, has been history. I signed my first coaching client in November of 2018. I started my journey as a body-mind method coach in 2019. And in 2020, I signed multiple clients in five-figure programs. And the thing that I was doing all along the way, in a very messy but continual way, was deciding and writing. And just this past May of this year, of 2021, Because I decided first so many years before, I was able to leave my position as an English professor and step fully into my journey as an embodied writing coach. And here we are. How cool is that? So since then, I've started this podcast, The Written Compass. I've become managing editor of Body Mind Living, and I've helped clients and others on their amazing journeys embark on their own decisions to share their experiences in business and in life in articles and books. And I share all these moments in my journey because the thing that they had in common is I decided first. And I trusted the how and the resources and the steps would emerge as I decided. And I took action on those decisions. And time and time again, even though I was still scared and still not always the most certain, I just trusted And everything has shown up over and over and over. So I want to share some simple tools you can use today to support this idea of deciding 
first. Now, while this podcast certainly focuses on writing and how you can write your personal growth, self-help, or heart-centered business strategy book, I believe these steps can also support the power of deciding first in most any area of your life for sure. Okay, so grab a pen and paper because you're definitely going to want to capture these. In fact, I'd love for you to write them down and do some writing on them after the episode and then share your ahas, what showed up over on Instagram and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore. All right, are you ready? These are three simple ways to decide first. So the first step in deciding first is to just acknowledge what is showing up. What is the thing, the decision, the step, the next level tug that is showing up for you? Write it down. Share it with someone you trust. I love how Brene Brown says, not everyone gets our story, meaning not everyone is someone we trust enough or is able to understand or just is on that same wavelength to get our story. So be mindful of who you share with. But just naming the thing clearly starts to help you align your gut, your heart, and your cranial brain, all these parts of you that are active, being activated around this decision. In fact, just say it out loud right now. Like, go ahead as you're listening, even if you're all by yourself. You may say, I want to write my book. You may declare it. Or I want to shift my business this way. Or I want to inspire others with my words. Whatever the desire is, naming it clearly can support you in deciding first. Like acknowledging it clearly is a key step and one of the first steps in deciding first. Okay, the next step is to notice your body. I'm a body-mind coach, y'all. You know I'm going to bring the body into this like I have been already. But to notice your body. So as you are naming what is showing up, I also want you to take a moment and notice what your body is doing. What do you notice in your body? Are there any sensations showing up? Do you get tingles down your arms? Does your heart start to beat a little faster? Does a little smile show up across your lips? Do you have butterfly feelings in your belly? When you name and acknowledge what is showing up, your body starts to respond and it will signal to you. It will communicate with you. This is what your body does when you begin connecting to these intuitive desires. So tapping into this connection is huge when you are working to decide first. So I encourage you to do this and I encourage you to do this often. Even if you've never done it before, just go for it. Okay, the next thing, step three, is to take a one degree action. Now that you've acknowledged the desire, you've noticed how that desire is showing up in your body, it's time to activate an aligned action step. Now this does not need to be the step, all caps, bold letters. For example, I'm always a little leery of those promises that I see often. I get ads and stuff because I'm embodied writing coach. I see things like write your book in a weekend or get published and make thousands in 30 days. All that kind of junk, like that is not embodied and likely not going to get you what you truly desire. It's that false magic bullet that is preying on your cranial brain who wants to know the how and wants to have it right now. And at the same time, while we know that that's not embodied, that magic bullet, that quick, the one step is not embodied and not aligned, one seemingly small or kind of what feels like a ridiculous first step can start an avalanche effect when we actually decide first, decide that no matter what, 
what we desire, like writing our empowering book, is indeed happening. So take a breath, tune in to that part of your body you did for step two, and ask, what would allow me to embody and take action on this intuitive desire that is showing up? And really listen. Sometimes we have something really quickly, some words that just They just bubble up is what I call it. Bubbles up from the bottom up from that intuitive place up. And it may be just simple, like go write for five minutes. It may be to book a call with me or someone else who might be able to support you on your writing journey or whatever that next step is. It may be to do a kitchen dance party because you're so energized about just naming and claiming this decision. It may be just to share with one person what your decision is. It may be to go make an offer to that potential client who you've been thinking about over and over. Whatever it is, make a plan to take that one degree step and do it sooner than later. And then take another step and another step and another step, another action, another aligned action, and so on and so on. Deciding that what you desire is happening is a huge accomplishment. So whatever landed for you today or whatever you are pondering, just know and trust that it has shown up for a reason. My good friend and fellow body mind coach, Fidel Ford, reminds me constantly that God doesn't give you anything that is not ultimately for you. Meaning if it has been put on your heart, if you have felt that intuitive tug, then it is absolutely something you are meant to do, someone you are meant to be, something you are meant to say, something you're meant to share. Deciding first begins to create the pathway for all that how stuff, for doing, the being, the saying, the sharing, to show up. I am so excited to hear what decisions you are making. What are you deciding first is happening? Do tell me. I love hearing from you, so be sure to share. And if one of those decisions is to write your book and get it out there in 2022, then the time to activate that decision is now. And I want you to know that I have opened up some special spots on my calendar just for you. I want to support you in making the decision and help you get clear on your next steps. To book a clarity call with me, just go to shanahartman.com slash schedule. It's super easy. Just pick your day and time fill out some information for me. And these calls are so valuable and folks walk away with clear understanding of whether book writing is even for them and their business journey, ideas on how you might get started and how to be supported as you begin your journey. And when this episode drops, we'll be heading into the end of 2021. You know, that time when people who have businesses and who are exploring what the next steps and the next levels are for themselves, I just want you to imagine like what it will feel like to say, I got my book out there in 2022 or whenever you're listening to this, right? Even if it's not December, 2021, you're still welcome to reach out to me. I want to hear from you and connect with you. So again, head to shanahartman.com slash schedule to get started. I so look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Written Compass. If you are loving this content, then please share this episode and tag me on Instagram at Shana Hartman underscore. And if you're wondering how you can implement the ideas I share here and really begin creating your amazing book, 
I want to connect with you even more. Head over to shanahartman.com slash the written compass to learn even more about not only writing your book, but truly experiencing your words. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.